Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. I trust that you have been learning a lot from my conversation with Queen Esther. Well, today I'm going to share with you the last part of my conversation with her, where I ask her to share some words of wisdom with those of us walking the earth today. And let me say again that the role of Esther is played by Monica Stevenson, who is a graduate from both Truett and Dallas Theological Seminaries. Please listen to this final part of our conversation. Now, let, let's try and uh, draw the curtain on this. And we, of course, we're talking about you as um, a queen and your life as an orphan. We, we, can't, we can't overlook the particularity, um, the, the, the peculiar nature of your story. And one aspect is your feminine um, gender. You, you were a woman. And any particular word to women in ministry or in influential positions in society? Because... It happened, it so happened that that's what you found yourself in. And um, based on your story, do you have any encouragement for these ones who are listening, probably? Uh, yeah, so the context behind my story, women were more of a commodity, yep. right? Um, Just those... like we have sometimes in our, some, some <laughs> yeah. many, many places in our world today. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and in, in many spaces... Um, our voices were not um, those that were listened to and were heeded. Um, and throughout scripture, not only in my story, but also the story of other really amazing women um, that God chose to, to highlight and to lift up and to promote, um, He shows that He can use anyone. Um, regardless of your social status, your tribe, your tongue, your gender, your background, um, all he needs is a willing heart. Um, mm-hmm. And so to uh, women in ministry or influential pen- positions in society, I would say, keep doing that which you have been called to um, without thought of um, the consequences that come from following hard after God. Hmm. Let let him take care of those consequences. Let him take care of those circumstances that are surrounding you. Just be faithful in the thing that God has called you to. Um, I have these um, really uh, interesting thoughts about a lot of uh, uh, some of the very controversial conversations about women within the church. Um and I think to myself, what position a woman holds um, is irrelevant. Whether she is a senior pastor or she um, plays with babies in the um, nursery, what matters is that she executes that faithfully as unto the Lord. Hmm. I have often felt that my gifts or the strengths that I have or what God, the gifts that have been given to me will make room for me. His purpose for me will make room. Hmm. Um, I did not ask to be a queen 
of Persia. Mm. Yeah. But that was God's plan for my life. And so yeah. I did with it the best that I could, given what I had at the time. And so right. that is all he is calling us to do, is yeah. to be faithful with that. And so um, not to get distracted by a lot of the pressing issues of the day and women's rights and things of that nature. And not to say we don't fight for those things that are right, but it is to say that that there's a larger plan that God has for us. Mm. And yeah. that if we follow hard after him, he will give us discernment yeah. on which steps to take and how yeah. to move yeah. um, so that we Good. are in alignment with him. Good. And as you were speaking, I also think about the many if I perish, I perish moments uh, in women ministry in our day, uh, where so many people, so many women who are gifted, um, even with um, so many things, are being marginalized, are being um, subjugated, are being sidelined, and they have to arm their mind with this mindset, with that idea that um, as they, they try to follow God faithfully, they try to express their giftings they might they would definitely face um opposition so yes. I, in your yes, case yes, I, yes, I, if i perish i perish i mean that is something that i, I believe I, a lot of women should also understand that if you are gifted and you're doing something remember that uh you might be uh, opposed and but then just follow god faithfully and don't allow bitterness and um hatred you know anything like that rule uh, your heart, even as you are doing that. Yeah. But let me also ask about um, your word to um, Christians in general. Uh, you know, you you were serving the Jewish God, and now yeah, we call him Judeo-Christian God. We we know Jesus revealed Himself to us, and He revealed the Father to us. So we are following the same God. And so, for those of us who are following this God that you knew. Um, by virtue of your even your um, identity as a Jew at the time. Um, what would you say to us? That God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That the same God that I served is the same God that is moving and active in time now. And that He can be trusted. And that he has proven time and time again that his faithfulness. Um, and I just think of stories that went before mine and also in my story. Although the hand of God is very much active, sort of God is not really as uh, present characteristically in my story mm-hmm. um, as you see him in other stories. Yeah. Most of the things about God are implied. Yes. Because you fasted and prayed. And we know you're a Jewish person. You definitely fasted and prayed to God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so sometimes God breaks through history and time to reveal his will and his voice and his ways to prophets and to those who hear from him directly. But you don't see that as much. It's not as explicit in my story. Um, but his hand is definitely there. And mm-hmm. so for those who are followers of Christ today, who who maybe even be feeling insignificant in the larger scheme of God's plan, that he sees you and that he knows you, that 
he delights in you, mm-hmm. that he loves you, wow. um, and that you are important to, uh, and you never know quite how um, that might look until you see the entire picture at the end of life, yeah. or even after, uh, as he shows you the impact that one person that you spoke to that came to faith and I was uh, reminded of a missionary who um, came to faith through the faithfulness of a peer that kept coming to him every single day for a year asking him to come to church Hmm. and never gave up and it was that one connection that spawned a movement to spread the gospel to unreached people groups. Mm. But it was that one faithful person who seemingly was insignificant. His life, he never moved out of that town in which he lived, always lived there, owned a general store. And that one act of faithfulness uh, was multiplied. And so, so in my life, um, the one act of faithfulness saved an entire people. Mm. We never mm. know. You we never know, never right? Know. You know, just never know. And um, any final words, as even especially to those who also might not even have any relationship with God might not even know Jesus. Maybe the other circumstance um, is probably worse than what you experienced. What would you say to um, listeners like that? Yeah, so for those who maybe do not know the God of, um, we call the God of our fathers, um, that they might, through my story, be encouraged. Um, that they might see that from tragedy can come incredible blessing and that God can work through um, the life of someone who is seemingly insignificant, who has experienced great trauma, um, that he can do something incredibly great, um, that we get choices in this life. And I love, um, I think it is in Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20, um, I've set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Um, so choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God and obeying His voice and by holding fast to Him, for this is your life and the length of your days. And so that is something that is so, I think, woven throughout you know, the, the Bible is that we have choice. We can choose life or death. Mm. Um, and based on that choice that we make, the the biggest choice that a, a, any life can make is to align with, with, with Jesus Christ, to align mm. with God. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the biggest choice you can ever make. And as you said, um, it's not really about your circumstances. It's not really about where you were born, um, your shape, or um, it's not really about your family. And Paul said in Acts 17, 
God has uh, pre-appointed you to be where you are and mm-hmm. he knows uh, how long you're going to live and he's done all that so that you will seek him and uh, my, my prayer is that as we have just um, talked and, and, and conversed about this you would be encouraged um, irrespective of circumstances that you will be encouraged to trust in the Lord to seek the Lord whilst he may be found uh, because mm-hmm. he has promised that if you seek him with all your heart yeah. then you will find him Yes. Uh, I'm grateful, uh, Esther, for your story. And I'm really inspired uh, by this conversation. My, I'm very sure my, my audience um, are also very inspired. And uh, this will go a long way uh, to provoking us to good works. And it would help us to trust the Lord with all our hearts and not lean on our understanding. God bless you for spending time with me on Watch and Work podcast, Esther. Thank you once again, Ebenezer. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, I believe you have been blessed by my interaction with Queen Esther, and I trust that the lessons that you have learned will equip you to be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, may God equip you with all that you need to trust and obey Him in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.